Beat him senseless. You and me, me and you, we gonna throw down. That's why we gonna get serious. You can run, you can run, but you can't hide. It's time for the Fuller Broadcast with your host, Jeff Fuller. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fuller Broadcast 24-7 Sports News, live interviews, and media coverage. I do interviews with BKFC fighters, MMA, UFC, you name it, Bellator. Today, I have a special guest who is back on my show to talk about what's going on with his fight, his training, and what's going on with the current champion, uh, that be that who keeps ducking him. And my opinion, before I bring Reggie on here, I think from my heart, Reggie Burnett Jr. is the true champion at the 135 weight class. I don't care what any of you guys say. This guy deserved that strap around his place. And that be that, you need to stop ducking, man, and get this boy a title shot. So let's bring on Reggie on here. All right, man, what's up, Reggie? What's up, what's up, what's up? Holy crap, my phone just went into the whole uh, <laughs> night mood thing. Come out of there. I need some more. Right. What's up, awesome. y'all? Thank you, Jeff, for having me on. It's been a while, man. We just been half-stepping on getting this interview going. So um, I'm grateful, you know, that you brought me back, and I'm grateful that we finally, you know, get a chance to to jump back on and, and kick it a little bit, chop it up after I uh, chopped up Chop Chop. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> like my so, play on words? <laughs> <laughs> so ever since we last talked with the training and what's going on with that, be that ducking and everything from you, so what is it like uh, having this champ running from you and not giving you a chance at facing you? Even at the Hall of Fame, the bare knuckle up in New York, he never showed up. So just, what's what's going on? I didn't you know. Like a part of me was expecting him to show up, and then another part of me knew that he knew I was going to be there. So that's another reason why he wouldn't show up, you know, especially after you talked all that cash trash. You know, um, he doesn't want any – confrontation with me outside of the ring he doesn't even want confrontation with me inside of the ring so we know he doesn't want any confrontation with me outside of the ring but in all honesty i'm I'm gonna be professional i'm gonna be a gentleman about it y'all saw the video he's the one who said that he was gonna slap the shit out of me the next time he sees me those were his exact words you know i didn't say anything violent i didn't say anything derogative other than that the truth that he's a bitch um and everybody's like oh why are you so vulgar why are you and um, only in retrospect to him because y'all can call it or look at it however you want to, but he was trying to shoot a low blow when he said what he said. If you, if you read the undertone and if you read in between the lines, you know, he was trying to make it seem like he was better than me as a person, as a human being, and that's just uh, – I don't carry myself like that towards anybody. Um, and we're fighters, so if, if that's the case, then prove that shit. Um, so so we – so we have the proof when I did a live interview with that be that on his interview with him. Then I brought you on there. Yeah. YouTube, YouTuber going at it. And yeah, he did say he's going to slap you when he sees you face to face and whatnot. So the respect that I don't think that he gives a lot of respect to other fighters. I think he just likes to, you know, give a lot of hype, get you going. And he never shows up. I mean, I'm not in, in – see, y'all have to also understand I'm not approaching this this from the re, the, the mindset of, oh, I'm seeing red or I'm mad or whatever. No. 
you know, you say you're the best of my weight class. I know I'm the best of my weight class. You're standing in the way of my greatness and my legacy. So let's, you know, scrap it out. May the best man win. And I know that I'm going to go in there and prove my point. Well, we all knew all along. But don't try to act all, you know, rah-rah and all that and not back it up. You said you were going to slap me. I got right there in your face. And, and you did absolutely nothing because real deep down inside, you're a coward. And he was like, oh, well, you know, we're just trying to build the fight. No, 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 no. You know, that's not that's not what you were trying to do at that point. You were trying to belittle and insult me again. And the reason why is because in that initial interview, I called him on a bunch of crap that he knew was true. See, I'm not yeah. dealing in make-believe. I'm not dealing in fantasy. I'm only dealing in facts. That's it. Right. I'm dealing so with that. And so when we start dealing, oh, go ahead, Jeff, my bad. Oh, you're fine. So as I was, as I started watching the bare knuckle fighting, you know, the divisions and stuff, your record stacks up where you're supposed to be. You're six and one. And it's, I don't know how Dave Feldman does the, you know, the scheduling matchups or card, whatever. But with that record you had, even though you already lost to Johnny, but it should have been you and that fighting for the to face Johnny instead of that facing Johnny first. And now you got that ducking you because he's the champion. Now he's going to fight other people and he doesn't want to give you that shot. Do you feel like that he's going to keep running? Um, no, I think he's going to be forced to make a choice, either vacate or fight July. Um, is soon approaching. I'm in camp. He said he needed six weeks. We have more than six weeks to get ready. Yeah. So there shouldn't be any, really any excuses. And then after that point, if, if, if it doesn't happen in July, unless by some reason he's truly medically ill again, which will be the second time that he's medically incapable <laughs> of fighting me. Um, um, I, I'm not really going <sighs> to, what is the word? Um, I'm here to build a legacy. And, and in all honesty, I don't need the belt for people to see how great I am and to continue to inspire people. So those true. are just the bonus. I want to beat that ass just for principality. So, um, I feel like you don't respect what I do for real. So I'm, I'm going to teach you to respect what I do right. for real. This is my life. This is my passion. For him, this was just a second opportunity to be back in the limelight and be great. Uh, I didn't ever ask to be famous. I just asked to fight and go out there and put on every time that I go out there and fight. And that's it. So, so what? What's your training? You're going. You're. I can see. I see all your videos and all the training you're doing with the students you have. What is it like to train the students you have right now and prepare and keep up with your training? How you be able to well, do all that? Um, well, I have this old adage that I got from when I was in AA, you know, we keep what we have by giving it away. So I enjoy training and teaching because it also helps me hone and work on my skills. And then sometimes I see little nuances that I have been, that I, I need to work on myself, that I need to practice. And then also I'm in the trenches with my students. I'm not the coach who stands there and yells at you, you know, all right, 20 burpees, get down and do 20 burpees. I'm not that coach. Uh, I'm the coach. All right, 20 burpees. And so I'm right there in the trenches with them doing whatever they do, too. 
Oh, and so I'm I'm getting my training in with my student, and then I go back and I work on my personal training, my the stuff that I know I need to really hone for my bare knuckle fighting. And then also, uh, I'm teaching bare knuckle now. Like there, I have, I can't even explain it, Jeff. There are so many people who are calling me from all around the country just to come and practice bare knuckle fighting with me. You know, and so. One of the students was like, hey, coach, would you mind like just doing a bare knuckle course for us? And I was like, if y'all want to, you know, learn bare knuckle fighting and the rules and all that, that's fine. And so I started teaching my students. And so who knows, maybe sometime down the line in the future, 757 Boxing will produce, uh, you know, another, you know, future world champion bare knuckle fighter. I have, I have, I'm laying the foundation for this sport to continue way past my competing in it for me and that for me that's that's that means more than anything i wanted to see the sport flourish i wanted to see what i love to do grow and so i'm getting an opportunity to do this all right so the other question i want to ask you know when i'm looking at everybody's providers profiles their videos and stuff i have not seen um that be that training at all do you feel like that he's like lacking of showing what well, a we, true champion no 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 we already know right and it's and it's different like i'm i don't give everything away i i of course i post videos because people want to see me work and they want to know that i'm in the gym training and of course i i, I love and support my fans and so i'm going to provide for them because also in my training videos i give them things and tools and stuff for them to work with themselves Right? right, you don't see anything from that because that's not training for him. He's even said it himself. Oh, uh, I, I, un, I un, unmotivate him. Uh, so if I unmotivate him, that means he's just going to show up to fight. But he knows that I'm always in shape, and he said it on another interview that he knows that I'm always in the gym, that I'm always training, and so he has to truly train to be prepared to fight me. And he doesn't want to make that commitment to himself because he knows that's hard work, and he's not hey. about that hard work life. I am. Yeah, you saw you saw him though. He only thing he's practicing on is his cooking, flipping the fries and all that stuff. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, like I don't, I don't have any like lack of his life and what he's doing and his goals and all that. More power to you, bro. Keep keep doing your thing. But at the same time, you came in this league. You said the things you said. You carried yourself the way you carried it, and now here we are. The stars have aligned. There, there are no more excuses. Uh, it's time to back up what you said. You said those things. They came out of your mouth, right? Yep. I never said anything about assaulting you or attacking you or anything outside of the squared circle. But the second I got up under his skin with truth and facts, what did he do? He straight escalated to violently assaulting me outside of fighting, right? When we can just get in there like men and settle it mono and mono who's got the best skill who's better at their craft right so when yep. you get to that point uh, i know that you're you're there's something you're hiding and, and i know that you're a little bit scared of if, if i can manipulate you so much with fat that you have to feel you know that you have to come at me like that and then where originally started was you know he tried to say reggie needs the money uh for his wife because of the pandemic because he's got a baby coming. That has nothing to do with, with, with 
the fighting world. That was you trying to insult me as a man, period. I don't care what anybody says. My family's financial situation should have never came out of your fucking mouth. It has nothing to do with, with the fighting world. If that's how you feel, then that's okay. And if other people feel that way and you want to, that's fine. But we're good over here. I'm about ready to buy a house at the end of summer. Like I tell people all the time, fighting saved my life. Bare knuckle has changed my life. And I'm grateful for that change. Why do I still work? Because my dumbass doesn't want to take all of the money that I just accumulated fighting over the past three years, right? And just spend it trying to live and survive when I have a perfectly great means of living and surviving and keeping that money to pass forward, to invest in other businesses and leave for my children. I don't know. My thought process is a lot different from other people's thought process. So, right. I have a goal that I'm working for. Right? So, and, and I don't need, I don't, honestly, I didn't even need to explain that. But I want to tell people out there that be smart about what you do just because you make a commitment in one big thing doesn't mean that it will last forever. Right? I can't fight forever. It's Bless not, you. It's not. Plus, after you get done with the fighting world, you know, I know you're a true champ in my in my mind. Even if you don't get they don't give you a shot at that belt, you're you're people's champ. Oh, with oh, the gym you have. Exactly. Exactly, right? It doesn't even I wanna fight. I wanna go out there, I wanna put on for the fans, I wanna punch that in his mouth repeatedly, repeatedly, right? But at the end of the day, I don't have to have to fight. I fight because I love to do it and I and I enjoy doing it for the fans and it's my passion. But now we're at the point where the entity, the name has grown so big that if I wanted to just sit back and relax and, and work on my other ventures based off of, of, of the name we built in Bare Knuckle alone, I would be fine. I'd be set for the rest of my life, but I don't I don't want to do that yet. I'm not there. There's a plan of action a mode. And the reason for all that is to continue to change lives and inspire other people. And we're getting ready to make a major move with my gym um, so that I'm able to reach more people. I'm able to reach more kids in my community. I'm able to reach people in other different ways, not just the kids, but adults that are struggling with, with mental health issues, that are struggling with substance abuse issues, that are struggling with physicality issues. I want my gym to be able to reach all those people. And in order to do that, I have to stick to the plan that was laid out for me. And I will continue to do that. And it will continue to grow. Do I want to fight? Yeah. Of course. Who doesn't yeah, want to so, fight? So we need to get this that be that crap ducking boy, man, whatever you guys want to call him. He needs to get this taken care of and just get it out of the way. Because July 23rd. The contracts are in. We know when the fight is. It's just a matter of are you going to sign the contract and, and promote the fight yet? What's up? I'm, I'm going to promote the fight. You know you're fighting me. I don't know why we bullshitting and, and beating around the bush about it. You have, plenty of time. you have plenty of time to get ready. I ain't asked for no mo- no extra money. I didn't him and haw and blah, blah, blah. We, you know, so I just, let's get it done and give the fans what they want. It's So so while we're talking so while we're talking about this, uh, what other bear knuckle fighting coming up June 26th. What do you think about this card coming up with the four champion belts? Um, what do you think about it? I have mixed feelings. I feel like some of those guys shouldn't be fighting for, for title considering the fact 
the amount of work that me and Johnny and the heavyweights had to put in in order to get our title shots. That's the only thing that kind of, um, as a, a vet in this league, pisses me off. Uh, when you see some guys who didn't have to put in the same amount of work as you did to get an opportunity, you know, and, and I understand it's a business and, and Dave trying to, to promote and build the business. And like I said, I'm, I'm bare knuckle all the way. I will always support bare knuckle 100%. You know? But that if that, if I could gripe about something, that would be my only gripe. But at the same time, we have some spectacular matchups. So let them go in there and fight for the belts. Maybe it gives them even more juice, even more gumption to go in there and fight harder. And we'll see who are the better men at the end of the that. And hopefully it lays the, the ground for even more spectacular title fights to come, you know, after. Yep. And I was just thinking about that, too, because with the four title shots, uh, the fighters that are fighting for the belt this June 26th, I was thinking, you know what? Once this matchup are done, whoever comes out, the true champion wins this fight. It's going to bring more opportunity for other fighters that, you know, deserve the shot. Well, the, there's only there's only two two true champions in the league right now. Still, that's Joey Beltran and Luis Palomino. Uh, you can be a belt holder. You can win some belts from somebody on any given night. You know, it could happen. You could be the better man, but you aren't a champion until you can step in there against somebody who's challenging you for what's yours and retain it, and say, "No, I am here to stay. These are mine." Then, then you you are considered a champion. The only two people in bare knuckles thus far to do that. Luis Palomino and Joey Beltran. And I said it myself, that if you somehow in this world beat me, I will get on my knees and present you your belts as a champion. But it's not going to happen. <laughs> so uh, I'm saying, no, that ain't going to happen. There's no way. It's going to be the other way around. He's going to get on his knees and give the belt to you. I, I, so. I don't even really care. He didn't have to do that. <laughs> fight me, bro. Just fight me. And, so, uh, and, and I ain't sleeping. Nobody don't think I'm all cocky and blah, blah, blah. I'm not sleeping on Dak's skill at all. He's a great fighter. And like I said in one of the interviews, we'll see, I don't know if y'all went back. Go back and watch that first interview on the Jeff Fuller podcast between me and Dak. All right? I gave this man all the praise in the world at the beginning of it. And it broke down to the point where he was threatening to slap me. Right? So I met uh, him as a kid. At an event, and I was amazed at his boxing skill. Yeah, that that interview Me. really shocked, shocked a lot of people. <laughs> and it just it went south so fast. And all I did was give him the truth about himself. But see, people have a hard time with that, right? Because they're lacking humility. When you tell them the truth about themselves, and 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 when they start reacting to it, it's because they felt convicted by it. So I want to bring this up with that with myself. Go ahead. There's somebody that uh, Howie, Howie uh, stated this. Unfortunately, that has walked away from other promotions in the past because he couldn't get a cherry pick opponent and 100k paycheck. He thought he deserved. That is a legitimate fighter, but true champions defend their titles against the number one contenders instead of stalling. See, that's what I told and. and Whoever posted that, thank you for that comment because that was some of the fact that I gave him in that interview. I said, you beat one notable fighter. You acted like you were gift, God's gift to boxing and demanded all of this money and all of this, and nobody 
It's not telling me who the users are, but whoever that it's, was. Uh, know, it was Howie. Uh, Howie. I'm no, that the here. last comment was Howie Althorn. Whoever said I had had fun with me in the uh, the Rocky Ring, I didn't even see who it was. But I Birdsong. Birdsong. Huh? Okay. John Birdsong. But, all right. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Damn, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you were talking about uh, Dad, how he, you know, a true champion defends oh, yeah, the title. Yeah. I mean, you you defend it, you know. But he walked away from from boxing and and got dropped by his promotion company. And I called him on that. Go back and watch the video. I called him on that. His whole facial expression changed. His whole attitude changed. And he's like, oh, man, now I got to get up and walk outside and talk some shit. Because he knew I was right. And and it'll be a damn shame if he's allowed to do that again to our one of to our company. Now, I consider Bare Knuckle just as much, you know, a, a piece of – I've given my teeth, my eyes, <laughs> my face, you know, to this sport because I believe in its success. So and, do you do you think most fighters that are champions that are stalling a lot are not are really not the true champions? The person that has the better record that keeps fighting that wants that the belt is the would be is the true people's champion. You know what I'm saying? It's like that. He's install he's stalling a lot of people. Like the fight before Jack. Well, there's, uh, there's, there's a difference. Like because and I can't speak for everybody, but some people just want. To be the champion in the glitz and glamour to say that that they are and you know and to have the notoriety and i guess whatever that comes behind it um of course you know a part of me does but really it's for me it's to say look how low i was to how hard i fought my way back um and it's possible for anybody right. sorry i was reading the comment uh, um, that it's 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 a it's a representation to everybody who has followed my journey, who has heard my story. That even in the face of adversity, I kept pushing forward. I kept climbing that mountain, and 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 like I said, winning the belt is not even the the end goal. Like that's not the end goal. We're we're building a legacy to leave behind for generations to come. A representation of of how great right. God is and, and how much you can change your life and change your stars. And I'm going to do that regardless of, you know, what Dak decides to do with himself. Uh, should he be a man and stand on his words and man up and fight me? Absolutely. Right. So yeah. I don't know how, right. So you want to say, he said, I didn't bring your family into it. I, I didn't bring your family into it. But the second that you mentioned my wife, and we had a baby coming, and we need the money, and da, 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 da. you brought my family to it, you brought my life into it, and you tried to make yourself seem like you were above me, right? So here, I'm going to bring yours into it a little bit. And y'all so, can call me whatever you want, right? But if you don't stand up as a man for the things you said, the way you behave, how do you expect to be an example for your son? Because my little boy is watching me. He watches everything I do like a hawk, right? And so I know that I have to keep putting one foot in front of the other in the right direction because he's going to follow in my footsteps. He's going to he sees the things that I do. He's going to be a representation of, of how I act and how I behave, and I have to set him straight. You know? And see, so I wouldn't you... be able to look at him 
as a man and be like, I said all and I did all these things, but at the end of the day, I couldn't stand by. I just, I was just, and and I don't know what the excuse would be or whatever. I'm not going to sit here and try to make up one for any man, but for me, no, I couldn't do that. Right? I used so, to be that person, but I'm not so anymore. Everybody that's watching the show right now, what uh, Reggie and me are talking about right now, I did a interview with that be that uh, a few months ago. So uh, we're talking about how that be that be that threatened to slap Reggie in the face and other things on my live interview. So once I brought Reggie back on here, it just started going like at it. So that is not owning up to his words. And so if you guys want to watch my uh, interview on that one, which you go to YouTube and watch that. So. So give us a detail what's going on with your life right now, with your training, getting ready, and just what you're doing right um, now, man. So let's see. The month just started. <clears throat> we kicked off camp. You know, we, we're we not going to sit here and pussyfoot because at the end of the day, if that doesn't sign the contract, I'm going to take another fight anyway. Somebody else will. Um, and so if you're ready, you don't have to get ready. And so that's the mindset. Um. <clears throat> This is actually my last summer at my job. Um, I had already told my boss, like I said, we had a plan. Um, I was, this was going to be the last summer that I did, you know, that um, as the technician. And the crazy part is he gave me a promotion and a raise. He said, thank you for staying for me. Dang. That's nice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to keep somebody that is works hard at what does what he does. You know, that's what a lot of. But he's always supported me. They sponsored my trips, my fights, you know, all that. You know, so I, a company like that, loyalty is big on me. And I told him I was ready to move to the next stage uh, of, of of my development in life. And he's like, I really need you. And I was like, well, I'll stay for the summer. And so he blessed me with another raise and a promotion. You know? So I'm grateful for it. Uh, as far as the gym goes, we've had shows every weekend now as far as the amateurs are fighting every weekend. If not here, North Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, we're back. Seven by seven amateur team is back to work, and I absolutely love it. I, I Just to be in there with the kids, grinding, sweating, getting them prepared for their fights. Um Get, I, I think like once or twice a month, I just get in there and I go rounds with all of them. And I just let them just work with me and, you know, help them work on the things that they've um, uh, been training. So that that's always a blast. Um, I, of course, I have my adult fitness. Uh, I love teaching um, the fitness classes and just seeing other people meet their goals as far as what they want to do, is their physical fitness and their body. And then training. Um, <clears throat> we're back at Grindstone. Um Tom, strength and conditioning, getting ready to brutalize me. There were a few things that I wanted to be able to do for this fight coming up. And so I'm going to put myself through the fire to accomplish the goals to be able to do it. And wait till y'all see what happens. <laughs> wait till y'all yeah. see what happens. Um, so, 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 before you, so before you start this camp, I know I'm not going to be able to do another interview with you for a while. So what would you like to say to, to your next opponent, to be ready for you. There's nothing that you can do. Yep, that's what, there you go. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> There's so, nothing that you can do. See, also, it's not, 
I'm, I'm, I've been training uh, my JKD process, my Jeet Kune Do, um, and also implementing my Wing Chun. And then I picked up Ping Next a lot. So if you don't know what that is or you've never heard of it, I'm bringing it to, to the bare knuckle squared circle. So go look it up. <laughs> and if you didn't catch it, I'm not repeating myself. Um, <laughs> so I just, uh, I'm a, me and one of my students were talking today, uh, a longtime student of mine. I don't even really consider him a student anymore. He's like a brother of the gym. He coaches now um, and all that. And I said, I oh, know it's weird for me, man. I just feel like I'm on this quest for knowledge in all areas of fighting. Like, I just want to learn as much as I can about as many different forms of fighting. And then from it, develop my own. And that's so that's what we've been doing. Gather, gather, gather information, blend it together, develop your own. And that process is never ending. And so as long as that process continues and I'm always on that, that path of of getting better and adding information and developing new tools, then no, there's nothing that anybody can do to beat me. See, we stopped for that Johnny fight, and we thought that what I had and what I was using was going to be the answer and end all to beating him. And I found out that I was wrong. And that's okay because sometimes you have to take a loss to learn. But yep. we look here three fights afterwards, and I've only continued to get better. And every time I come out, I bring new shit to the table. Did I mean to, I guess y'all can say hip toss, slam, whatever, because they still rave about chop chop? No, that move is called the Rickles. I stole that from Rickles. It's a shoulder shrug to a hook. And the only reason why I didn't work on chop chop is because he decided to hold on to my arm when I, when I shrugged it. And so we both went over and I said I wasn't going to be the, in my mind. I'm like, all right, judo, don't land on your back. <laughs> you know, that was just an instant reaction, you know, from my other martial arts training. But we're, we're, um, trying hey, to. I know that distracts you. Uh, that's Howie. Uh, Arch I think yeah, his yeah, name yeah. is Arthurton. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He works for the, um, for the Bear Knuckle Hall of Fame. Shout out, Howie. Thank you so much for all you do, man. I, I really appreciate you. Yeah. I was out there. I, I love teaching and, Anything that I taught them out there, bare knuckle, is stuff that I've already used in the ring. You know, Wayne Fanola, I absolutely love him. He was um, trying to give me room to work within the bare knuckle rules, but also not really sure if some of those things that I was doing was legal. But if you go back and read the rules, they were all perfectly legal and within the bounds of the bare knuckle rules. So I'm still innovating in this game. And so that's what we're in the gym doing. We're in the gym innovating, creating, pushing the boundaries, getting better. And when they say, hey, Reggie, dial it back, you can't do that. And then I'm going to be like, all right, I won't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, hey, hey, it's like when you're in UFC, you're like, oh, hell, I can't do that. Hitting the back of head, oh, my bad, you know. So I would say, guys, not only that Reggie is a fighter, he's a, he's a true gentleman, he's a good friend of mine. When you guys need help out there, if you guys are oppressed or anything, reach out to somebody. So There's somebody out. out there to talk to, man. Just reach out to anybody, including Reggie. You know, me and Reggie had a long talk the other day, and, you know, he helped me out. He's a, He could be a teacher, like, at school or something. He's a good person to talk to. So reach out to anybody if you are falling depressed or need a friend to talk to. Reggie's a good guy to talk to. Steve. 
it's crazy because we live in the world of information, right? We have smart, everybody's got a smartphone right there in front of their face, right? But yeah. sometimes they're not smart enough to reach out for the actual information that they need, or they're too prideful or too shameful, right? But you have to learn to put those things aside in order to get better at whatever you're working towards. It, it could be substance, it could be mental, it could be loneliness, it could be depressed. I mean, it's just, but if you don't take advantage of the information and the tools out there to you, then it's ignorance. And one of the biggest tools that we have is everybody knows somebody. If you got a smartphone, you have some type of messaging app. You have some type of communication tool. And I mean, it's that, that part is not rocket science. If somebody can simply type in LOL, then somebody can simply say, can you talk? And even if you, the first person that you send, can you talk to, doesn't respond, doesn't mean that you can't send, can you talk to another person and another person. And eventually somebody's going to say, yeah, what's up? Yep, that's true. So it's just like uh, my wife, uh, she was just talking to me about somebody she used to work with at Walmart. And uh, this girl died of an overdose the other day. And my wife helped her out one day. She was like drunk at a job or something. So my wife took her to McDonald's to help her out, you know, drink that, you know, that she didn't reach out to anybody. So that kind of like got me going when me and you were talking. Fighters, anybody in the world, no matter who you are, reach out to somebody. It, there's somebody there to help you. You know, you can't afford, uh, what do you call that? A psychiatrist or something, but there are other people there that will be close to you to help you out. You know, the, my closest psychiatrist, was uh, a friend of mine who was a drunk, like I was at the, you know, for years we were drunks together, and I got sober, and I, I had a few, you know. Uh, Don't worry about the comment, man. Don't worry about sorry. the comments. <laughs> um, and believe it or not, even in his cups, he gave, used to give me some of the most mind blowing, realist advice and guidance in the world and it's the people that are close to us that we don't even realize or don't want to go to with those hard issues that have the answers for but like i said there are certain things that um anxiety fear shame guilt remorse those are things that cause us not to go out and and get that help we need to reach out to the resources that we have you have to learn to deal with those as part of the process to move in, right. in moving forward and i didn't look just so y'all know I'm, I'm not like perfect in by any means you know i have my um a couple weeks ago i had a really really shitty day at work man i get this and a buddy of mine that i have been working with and just a super surmise he sent me a message thanking me just for giving him an opportunity and i didn't really give him an opportunity i just saw his work i liked it i wanted to use it you know and he sent me a message thanking me and it completely it made my day after having such a crappy day it made it turned around my day of just self-loathing and you know being on my pity pot and, and a little bit of depression uh, yeah, it, 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 like you it did to me yeah it completely turned around my day 
know, and so it's like you pay that forward. Imagine if we all continued to pay that forward. Are we going to magically change when nobody gets depressed or angry or upset or whatever? No. But can we help people come out of it faster and not fall deeper down into the pit to where they're killing themselves or not wanting to live? Or even worse, where you get people who are just so depressed that they not take out just themselves but other people. <laughs> you know? That's true. We don't. We don't talk about these things, though. These are the conversations that people try to sweep under the rug and not really have. And this is why I'm so grateful for my platform, because I was one of those people at a point in time. My buddy Ryan, who I grew up with, sent me a message or something that he wants me to say um, at a certain point in time to the world. And I will. And it's about us. The for, We almost call it the forgotten, the people who were beat so down and bullied so much by the other people in the world that we were scared to speak out about what was going on. I was one of those people for a long time. And that's kind of why I started drinking. The bottle always talked back. And if it didn't talk <laughs> back, it put me to sleep. So I yeah. didn't have to think about it. You laugh, but I'm I'm giving it to no, y'all. Like, I, 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 I get not, what you're like, saying. I don't sugarcoat nothing. I'm as real and as honest as I can get. And, See, these things is how we get better. This is how I'm getting therapy in myself by just sharing with you, Jeff, and sharing with the rest of the world. And that's what I just want to see people get better. And, and whatever you choose to do, whatever facet, whatever your goal is, go get it. And if there's something in the way, a roadblock, reach out for somebody else or something or whatever to help you get up over it or around it if you can't do it by yourself. We human yeah. beings are put on this earth to... Yeah. Have each other. Yeah. I wasn't laughing. I wasn't what you were saying. I was laughing at uh, what you, uh, kind of what you said. What happened to me back, uh, back in December? The bottle was talking to me, so I was drinking a bottle, and I ended up putting a coffee cup to my head that split my head way open. You saw all those pictures. You know, yeah. I was just, I was in that moment where I was depressed and everything, and you know, it wasn't going my way. So I was just, you know, I had to bring this up because you talked to me the other day, and. Fighters out there, there's fighters that out there that need help too. They need somebody to talk to, and they don't reach out. So any, if you guys are any platform fighting, any promotion, reach out to somebody. You know, you can reach out to your coaches, uh, anybody that is really close to you. Don't have to be family, but just reach out. That's that's what we need to do. Reach out more and get help for other people. You know. Did I talk to a dude? Um. Was he in New Zealand? I was I was just having um I had a bad practice. I think I got my ass kicked that day by everybody. Like I and it was like one of those but I had a tough day at work. I went to practice, did my workout, and they were like, We're sparring now and I was like, Man <laughs> But I still got in there and I sparred. I was just I, I probably didn't, but I'm my own work critic. So I felt like it, but regardless, he had messaged me about something. Um, regarding the fighting, and I was just like, I was like, real polite, man. I was like, no disrespect, bro. I just, I'm really not in the mood to deal with this right now. I, um, I'll get back to you at a later time. And he sent me a message that I really appreciate that, champ. But if you want to talk about it, feel free. And he's like, just shoot me a message. And I was like, you know what? And I sat there for like 10 minutes and I messaged him. I was like, man, I'm pissed, bro. I got my ass kicked tonight by everybody, bro. <laughs> 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 You know, and, and so it's like, you know, it um, it, it was great, you know, and I got a friend in New Zealand now. I, I've never met this, this young man. Um, I've only messaged him. I've never heard his voice. 
Uh, but you know, it was cool. Every now and then we shoot messages back and forth. He's a fan of mine. And it was just like, it, it came full circle, you know, for me always, you know, having and being that ear. It's like at that moment, I just needed just somebody to just vent to a little bit, yeah. get it off my chest, you know? And, and so the human existence is made on us existing together. And, yep. in, and in a country where we stand so divided on so many things, it's like, I'm going to do all I can to connect people and help them connect to other people. So that way that the build, the bridge is built to where everybody can get to where they want to go to in life. Not everybody has the same destination, but we can always use the same bridge to get there. Yep. So you guys heard it from Reggie. So Reggie, everybody out there, remember, watch my last interview with that be that. And Reggie, if you want to know what really transpired to this interview and to his next fight. So remember, Reggie is a true champion. No, he don't need the belt around his waist to show that he's a true champion. He's a great athlete. He's a all-around personality. He likes to help people out. He also has his own gym. If you guys, and also with the talk we have, you guys need somebody to talk to. If you know Reggie, hit him up, or you can hit me up. I'm not really much of a talker, but I can try. You know. <laughs> so, so if you guys like to, uh, sorry, can I drop here, this? Can I drop this? So we just we just just launched my new website. It's called educatedhands.co. You can go up there. You can check out all of some of my past fights, some of my training tips, all of links to all of my sponsors are up there. All of my gear is up there. Um, and some of my JKD, my Jeet Kundo, my JKD process, Educate Hands University. You can sign up there. We have online courses, a little bit of everything. And then, of course, a link straight to the VKTV app. So everything Reggie Easy Educated Hands and Bare Knuckle associated with me, you can find it all in one place right there, educatedhands.co. Um, we're just trying to, like I said, we're just trying to keep building. And the more it builds, the more we can inspire the masses. So yeah. Reggie has a lot. You have a lot of sponsors. Shout out! So I know you can't get a lot of them out. So <laughs> go go to the website. Yeah, I, look, I just pitched them all right there. Go <laughs> yeah. to all my sponsors. Yeah. Like all fifteen of them are up there. Shout out to all of you. Thank you all so much for y'all's continued support and belief in in this dream, even in the face of adversity, even in trying to. Um, I guess campaign and challenge towards this fight. You know, um, we're just gonna keep grinding, keep chipping at the bit, and when my time comes, it'll come. You can't deny greatness forever, and this greatness is here for a reason. So, now once again, Matt, you know me being from Seven Five Seven, I love having you on my show, and I can't wait to have you on my show a lot more. So. I appreciate it, man. Oh, Anything else you like to say? Everything locked in, man. Whoa, whoa. Let's wrap again. I, I hit up a few fighters to see if they wanted to jump in tonight. I think we're going to try to do, uh, like, a a live, like, podcast, um, podcast stream for the, the bare knuckle fight um, right. this month. So might be something yeah. we can, you know, all lock in or whatever. But, Jeff, thank you so much for having me. Um, I appreciate your time, and I really, really do – Hope that you continue to chip away at the bit, man. Just keep plugging away. Keep promoting. It will grow according to its time, according to its purpose. Sometimes we can't see the bigger 
picture or what's going on on the other side, but we just have to have faith that we're going the right path for us. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for being on. Much love to you, man. Can't wait to see you in your next fight. And hopefully it's a tight that title's getting around your waist. My twenty third, BKFC nineteen, sign the contract, bro. I got mine, sign the contract. Let's start promoting this fight, yo. <laughs> Everybody, y'all stay blessed. <laughs> Sorry, thank you for being on the full broadcast show, man. See you soon. Like, put me in the back. All right, guys. You heard it from Reggie. He's a great champion, a true champion. He's got a fight coming up at July 23rd. You guys be on the lookout for that. Uh, I appreciate him being on my show. He's a great guy. He, he's a good person to talk to. If you guys want something to reach out to, you know, or anything you guys want to learn from him, from his fights, from Bare Knuckle, or anything else from there, just message Jim or reach out to him. I like to thank everybody that showed up on my show, Joshua, Howie, Howie. Great. Thank you for uh, reaching out uh, to Reggie, everything he's done for us. And uh, don't forget, guys, tomorrow night, don't forget to watch BKFC fighter Brian Maxwell tomorrow night as he faces Chad Ouchie. That's what I like to call him. So thank you for watching the full broadcast, 24-7 Sports News, live interviews. Have a good night.